TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. You know, it's been quite a few weeks uh, for the Eagles. I mean, if you actually go back to December and you really stretch it out to about two months, you think about it from the high of 10 and 1 to losing 5 of 6 in the regular season. That included, of course, at the end, just absolutely abysmal losses to Arizona and the Giants. Prior to that, the destructive losses of San Francisco, who I think took the Eagles' soul in Dallas, not to mention Seattle mixed in there, to getting blown out by the box in a game where, and I've used this phrase and I'll continue to use it, I think the Eagles were dead upon arrival. I think that game literally was over before it started. To what then became a week and a half of a bunker mentality for the Eagles from a decision-making standpoint, at least as it related to how they presented it to the outside world. They didn't, other than the fact there would be some leaks as given by someone, either within the Eagles or otherwise, that Sean Desai was out, Matt Patricia was out slash leaving, Brian Johnson was out. Um, And then eventually, you know, the leak that, okay, Sirianni's going to stay. And then the press conference. And with all that said, I want to pose a pretty simple question to everyone here today at 215-592-9494. And curious how you react to it. And the question is, again, very simple. How do you feel about the Eagles now? I mean, in light of, you know, the whole shebang, which, by the way, does include the 10-1 part. I don't want to totally dismiss that. I think we would be foolish as we sort of embark on this offseason if we act like they just went 5-12 and 12 because they, they actually, you know, didn't go 5-12. and 12. Um John, first crack at it here. And, again, everyone at 215-592-9494. In light of the whole shebang, the decision to keep Sirianni, the whole thing, how, John, do you feel about the Eagles now? What happened and and what it means of where they're going moving forward? I am concerned, and I'm still trying to make sense of a lot of what I've seen and heard lately. Uh, I'm trying not to let it bother me that Nick failed at being the coach originally intended uh you know he was originally supposed to be the young of offensive uh, you know young up-and-comer the exciting young play caller the new guy that yep. and that lasted half a season uh he has disappointed us with the culture uh on the the team over the last couple months and he keeps landing farther and farther from what the original bullseye was intended to be what i thought he was going to be uh, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean it's over for Nick Sirianni. Very clearly, he's coming back. What matters more than anything is is what these players feel. Has it gotten to the point where the players doubt him? And I just can't imagine it didn't get to that point this season. But uh, I know uh, I know the players seem to like him, and I I believe that's because he's easy. Do they believe? in Nick do they respect Nick I keep asking myself this question I hope they do and and I guess when they keep telling me it was his decision to hand over the play calling to Shane and it was his choice to fire Sean Desai I guess I'll eventually acquiesce and say okay it's fully possible 
that their version of history is the accurate story here. Uh, and it, but what goes into a season with this degree? What team? What team ever went into a season with this degree of of, of lameness for their coach? Like it, he's he's a lame duck and then some. This is. Wow. Is this like Peter Laviolette that year he got fired after three games? Three games, yeah. remember that? I mean, that it but was, don't you that think was that's about, possible? what, 10 years ago or so? Yeah. I, I, I want this you to knew work. Going I'm in not it saying shaky. it won't. And it lasted three games in an 82-game schedule. But that's reasonable <laughs> yeah. to expect. Like, I, I don't think that's out of the question here. Three games into the Eagles next season? <laughs> well, if it's 0-3, I need, maybe. I mean, theoretically. I need more information on If it's on a really this, bad 0-3. Yeah, sure. Not I need possible. more information on whoever this new offensive coordinator is going to be. How good is he at developing and teaching a quarterback? How creative and football, football-y has he proven to be uh, as a play caller in this league? Because we saw it does matter. Experience matters as a play caller. Uh, I don't think we have the room to experiment with a first-time play caller. I appreciate that we've got a legend on the defensive side of things and i do think he will fix a lot of what ails us on defense but we need a lot of players to fix what ails us on defense and uh our new offensive coordinator is gonna have a lot of the power you know that our off our new offensive coordinator we've been told in these press conferences he's gonna come in here he's gonna provide a different offense a different perspective that's kind of gonna save the day and fix the whole show, and he's going to be calling plays. Ultimately, who do players believe has the power here in Philadelphia? Is it this new offensive coordinator who's fixing everything? Is it Vic Fangio, who's a legend in this league? Is it Howie? Is it Jeffrey? Yeah. Is it Halfrey? I, I think we're in dysfunctional territory where the head coach is not the most respected guy in that building, and it's by design. Yes, this approach, it has worked for us. Yeah, what do you make of that, though? That's it, like, Don't gloss over that. What do you I, make of that? It has worked. I, and I, yes, they're trying to replicate that, but situations change. The league changes. I believe this has slipped too far the wrong way to try to save it, but, but I'm, I'm not I, – I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong, but I am very – Concerned with where this starts. Well, Joe. I'm obviously fascinated to see what everyone thinks here at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's again, it's a big, you know, open ended question, mostly relevant to the future. I mean, a little bit on the past because the past helps shape our our narratives and our mindset for the future. But but what do you make now of of how you feel about the Eagles? I mean, we know it's a bummer. Obviously, you know, San Francisco is about to play an NFC Championship game, and they're probably about to get to the Super Bowl. And that's really aggravating. This is a game we really thought, at a minimum, the Eagles would be in. You know, maybe they don't win it this year, but we really thought they'd be in this game. We really thought we'd be gearing up on a football Friday from Borgata for, you know, hey, Eagles-San Fran or Eagles-Dallas, let's go get it and get back to the Super Bowl. And, I mean, it's a far cry from that, to say the least. So, again, the Lions became what I want to be. Like, the Lions are this tough-minded, nasty team that no one wants to play. I, look, and they have worse personnel than what I thought we had when we started the season. You know the what season. they say about a blind squirrel there, Johnny? Wow. Because believe me, Detroit's going right on back down the chute. Don't, don't, be I don't, buying future, they, don't I, buy future stock on the Lions. Let them have their little day. It's going to end on Sunday. It's over. Once oh, they lose yeah. their coordinators, do you think yeah, that they, they're, they're, they're going to the lose everything they're, like we did? You know, you, know, you know what the word that's closest to Lions in the English dictionary? Losers. Wow. wow. It's, it's over soon. It's what's over your, soon. What's your hatred? I know. Why are you a hater? It's, 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 old, it's old yeller, though. Let's, let's, let's be done with it. <laughs> 
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. All right, here's the deal. All right, to the to the I'm, I'm bitter. I'm bitter as an Eagles fan. Okay, I gotta, t- Way I, I gotta take it out on somebody. We should but be that, kind of But bitter. because you're bitter, don't you <laughs> think it feels good there. to see the Lions upset the 49ers? Well... See, like, yeah, that would yes. bring me oh, joy. Come on, Joe. Will I, yes, will I root for Detroit? Yes. Do I think it would make for a lesser Super Bowl, though? Yes. I mean, there is that energy. Look, I'm rooting for Kansas City. I'm telling you right now. Why? Oh, what? my God. Yes, I Detroit ru- is incredibly yes, rootable. Detroit is as rootable a team as we've had in forever. Yeah, like, what are you talking with about? With the two most accomplished people left in the playoffs, clearly, are Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. And I, I ride with greatness. You know, I know wow. six, o'clock than, t- six o'clock on Tuesday. This guy, they should have won for WIPs what's lame yesterday, right the here. I'm the guy a- who's been to six straight <laughs> AFC championships. Hey, man. You just want it to keep happening the same way Don't it always Don't hate the player. Did. Hate the game. Comfort. It's, it's kind of like the, Is this part like, of the comfort thing? No, it's like the hammer, man. Like, people root against me. All right. Well, oh, my then, God. Then be on the losing side. Wow. Look, let, let me just say. It's like the hammer. So now Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is, is on your right. list with Michael Jordan. Let, let, yeah. And Einstein. And Einstein and, and, you know. Like Caesar. Da Vinci, Caesar, all, all the greats. <laughs> so he, here's where I'm at, guys. When I, when I answer the question, how do I feel about the Eagles? First off, the main, I mean, there's a lot of words that could come to me. But as I start moving forward and get a little bit out of the muck of what just happened. The main word I guess I'd say is conflicted. I am conflicted on the Eagles. I mean, I, you know, so on the, on the side of real massive aggravation and major worry for the future um, and, and thoughts of the past, I mean, the six out of seven losses was a disgrace. Um, I would say candidly I believe it is – it will go down – for me in my lifetime, is the most frustrating season I've ever seen in Philadelphia sports. I, I, I really think I can say that. And I saw the Bynum thing, and I saw the Brisgallov thing. I saw years when the Eagles were supposed to be great, and they'd lose an NFC championship game. I saw a year when the Eagles went 3-13. and 13. I saw a year when the Sixers won 10 games. But from a frust- and the last four or five years have been frustrating with the Sixers. From a frustration standpoint, and this even includes the Dream Team, I think I can net out on saying, it's the most frustrating season ever. If not, it's certainly amongst the very top. Um, I've lost a lot of faith in Hurts. Not all faith, but a lot of faith. Sirianni obviously was neutered. That worries me moving forward. The defensive personnel is a disaster. All of that and more concerns me greatly. But I also know there's this other side. The Eagles almost always bounce back. I mean, I'll give you one fact. It's pretty damn impressive about the Eagles. They have only had... One time this century, back-to-back losing seasons. Think about that, guys. We're almost a quarter of a century, a quarter of a century into the century, and only once have they had back-to-back losing seasons. Now you can say, "Well, hey, Joe, this year actually technically wasn't a losing season. Feels like it. Maybe the losing season is next year. Maybe it is." But the Eagles have shown a propensity, under Jeffrey Lurie and often with Howie Roseman, to bounce back from struggles. So that that lifts me up. 
I also know that with a better offensive coordinator, part of that is they're just a strong organization, well, and they're my, never that far well, that's, away. That's part of my point. Yeah, yeah that's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, you know, also I know that with a better offensive coordinator, they really absolutely should be a better offense. They really should be. I mean, there is still strong personnel. I know the division's not a juggernaut. You know, it's not like Dallas is, you know, the the 60 Packers. I mean, you know, Dallas can be had. Um, you know, we don't look at Washington and the Giants, particularly with their continued instability at quarterback as as an impossibility to overcome. And, you know, maybe, and James pointed this out yesterday, maybe the Sirianni dialing it back thing and just managing the team will be an effective way to go. I mean, it's not inconceivable. So when I net the whole thing out, d- despite my immense frustration, and again, want to hear from you at 215-592-9494, the word that kind of sums up how I feel about the Eagles moving forward, at least as it relates to how I feel right now, is honestly conflicting. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 